Let's pray first, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now for everything that you're doing and about to do. We pray that you would open up the ears of our spirit so that we can hear from you on this morning. Heal, deliver, and set free. In Jesus' name, amen. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 20 reads this. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, they shall not be found. For I will pardon them whom I reserve. Romans chapter 8 verses 1 through 3. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. I want to preach to you this morning from the subject, pardon my praise. Pardon my praise. Thanksgiving is the season full of traditions. And I've had to talk to a few of y'all this, just these last few days over some traditions. I thank God for a teachable ministry. But Thanksgiving is full of, uh, of tradition. We got food. We, we, we can't go. Thanksgiving without food won't be Thanksgiving. The pies, the 17 meats, the macaroni and cheese. Let me stop talking for y'all be ready to leave now. Family, family traditions, family just in general, getting together as family. Parades, football games, movies. A lot of those traditions have been challenged this holiday due to the pandemic that we're facing. Think about that Hill House. No Thanksgiving football game. The things we thought we couldn't live without. But some traditions haven't been touched. Turkey has not been touched. And there's another thing that hasn't been touched. We, we've seen the president pardon turkeys. That's a tradition. Turkeys have been saved from the dinner table. We also seen President Donald J. Trump pardon Michael Flynn. Y'all following the news? You know, the one who admitted to lying to the federal government. How many people know you don't lie to the FBI? Y'all ain't going to say nothing. He, he was allowed, Andrew, he was allowed to walk free. <laughs> Y'all. Now, 
now, now, now, a lot of people don't agree with this because we know he lied to the federal government, but the president pardoned him. Not too many people were happy about this, but one person I know was happy. That was Michael Flynn. See, see, to be pardoned is the action of being forgiven of an offense or an error. Often it is the action of government, the president or a monarch, releasing one from punishment due to an infraction of the law. Deserving either the death penalty, prison time, or a fine, but, but, to, but to be pardoned is to be released from this penalty. Somebody better help me. See, in Jeremiah we read about a perfect pardon. It's promised to the sinful nation of Israel and Judah. The nations were steeped in idol worship, adultery, fornication, murder, covetousness, complaining. They were becoming demoralized and, and in continuous bondage. The nation was suffering from the effects of sin just like we do. Oh, don't, don't sit there. I'm going to come down your aisle in about a minute. See, the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, and I'm almost done, that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, I know you want to put your sin in a category all by itself. I know you want to act like your sin don't stink, like your neighbor's sin stink. I, I know you want to say, well, I, I used to be like that. You know, when I was in the street, I used to say, well, you know, I, I, at least I don't smoke crack till I smoke crack. I, at least I ain't kill nobody. Y'all ain't going to say, y'all ain't going to say that. At, 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 at least I'm not like them people over there. It's funny how when when your sin can't be seen, how you want to judge others that can be seen, but your sin, y'all not going to say nothing, because you might not smoke, but you got pride. Oh, you might not, you might not whoremonger, but you, y'all not going, you got covetousness, you, you got jealousy, and you, you hating on somebody, you ain't, you ain't going to say nothing. So, so we all got sin, and Israel and Judah, they were close to God, because they were God's chosen people, but they kept getting it messed up. They kept doing what other people and other nations were doing. And, and God would, would go ahead and allow them to become captive. I want to tell you this, that your bondage really has little to do with what you like to do. Right, come on. And a lot about what God is trying to do. Come on. You could be caught up in something and not see your way out because you went in blind. 
Yeah, you went in blind. And, be, and don't try to tell me God didn't tell you not to go that way. But you know what we like to do. We like to claim we know better than what God knows. So we do it anyway. And then after we do it and we get caught up and we're in bondage, now we need to be rescued. And we really don't want to go to the only one we know can rescue us because he's the one that we didn't listen to in the first place. So we try to look for other ways to get out of what we shouldn't have got into in the first place. And this is what Israel was doing. And so they, 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 they were in a situation. They were always found themselves in a situation. And here they are. And God says, I'm going to pardon them. I want, I want to talk to you a couple of points. I only got two. I want to talk about the effects of sin. I want to talk about what this does. Because I know the church doesn't really talk about sin like it's supposed to. Because the church is afraid of losing members. But as we can see. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the first thing you need to know about your sin is that our sins seek to attack and destroy us. They, they seek to attack and destroy us. Our enemies seek them. See, see, our enemies seek our sins so that they can lay charge against us. Hmm. That's what he meant. He said, in those days and at that time, says the Lord, the iniquity, the iniquity of Israel will be sought for and there shall be none. The sins of Judah, they shall not be found. That's God. But 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 that's what sin seeks to do, because the Bible says that he comes to kill, steal and destroy. Right. The enemy. As soon as Adam and Eve sinned against God, death came. And then they tried to cover themselves up because that's what sin does. It makes you want to hide. It makes you look for ways to cover stuff up. And so the enemy, your enemy, not, not you, your enemy, not the one sitting next to you, but your enemy, right, right, looks for ways to lay charge of what you've done. He, he looks for things that he can pull up and lay at your charge. See, you can't bring me to court if you don't have a case. See, see when, when, I, when, when we knew that Jake's was coming, okay, not Jake's, y'all don't know about that, but when we knew one time, when, well, when we knew they was coming, we got rid of what we had because if I don't have it on me, you can't charge me with it. Y'all better help me. And the way God, so we we try to come up in front of God's court like we hit, we threw it, and I, I was, but we serve an omniscient God and all knowing God who sees and knows everything. And he knows the intent of why we did it. So when the enemy comes, he tries to get a case and he brings you before the, before the judge so that he can get you charged with what you did. <laughs> See, we all want God to forgive and forget, but people will look into our life to see what they can find that's not right so they can have something to stand on in the courts of their minds. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh 
my God. Oh my God. So so we got we got sin coming at us, and then we got our enemies uh, that coming to get what we did to come at us, and then we got our own conscience, conscience seeking to kill us. Oh because of memory. Do you, do, you, do you see what sin did? So we did it. We know we did it. God knows we did it. We try to hide it. Our enemies look for it, bring it back up. And now our own minds condemn us because we remember what we did. We, we remember what we did. It, we, let me tell you this. Write this down if, you, if you're writing down notes. I am my own worst enemy. See, we want other people to forgive us, but how hard is it to forgive yourself? Our memories murder our future. You can't move forward thinking about the past. We don't want to let go of what we say God has already dealt with. And your friends won't let you live it down. Or are they really your friends? Because if you keep bringing up what I did, trying to keep me about, see, sin keeps you in bondage. So your enemy doesn't want you to go any further. So to keep you stuck, he'll keep bringing up what you did. He can't bring up where you're going because he don't know. He can only bring up what you did. And for some of us, we did a lot. You could be minding your business, wanting to move forward in Christ. And all of a sudden, there, there it goes. Nobody said nothing, but you remember. And then you don't even think you deserve the blessing that you're walking in. Matter of fact, you, you walk in the blessing, but you can't enjoy it for fear that there's something going to happen while I'm walking and enjoying this blessing because of the memory of what I did. And I, I see, see, because you have allowed, there have been people in your life who you have done good to and have done wrong to. And even when you run across people, you think if you do good, they're going to do wrong. <laughs> so if they're doing good, you don't think you deserve good and you think something's wrong with them. I said a lot. That that we're people like that. We we destroy our future. We destroy our own happiness. You can't even have a good relationship. Thinking about the last relationship. Ooh. The last dude I was with ate peanut butter at night and he left me. That's why I don't keep peanut butter in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny, right? So you, you tie everything, and it keeps you in bondage. We are our own worst enemy. But, but not only that, now, so we see what sin seeks to do. Destroy us, keep us stuck, lay a charge. But Satan seeks to accuse 
Bible says in Revelations 12, 9 through 11, I'm going to read it. He said, and the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives to death. See, when we accuse one another, the devil is smiling and saying we look just like him. Le Le Leviticus 19, 16, 17 says this. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among thy people. Thou shalt in no wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Talebearing is a threefold poison. For it injures the teller, it injures the hearer, and it injures the person concerning who it was told. Whether the report be true or false, we are by this precept of God's word forbidden to spread it. Oh my God. That's why I said you got to be able to keep your tongue bridled. The Holy Spirit does, however, commit us, permit us to censor sin and prescribes the way to deal with it. It must be done by rebuking our brother to his face. I, I said to his face, not to his Facebook. To his face. And if he doesn't receive it, then you take another. And then not to the pastor yet. And you don't take another person, let me help somebody. You don't take another person that's going to co-sign your nonsense. You take a, okay, married folk, y'all can help me. I've been, I went through counseling. Me and first lady went through counseling. And we had to agree on who was going to counsel us. And there were times in our session, I ain't going to reveal nothing, that I knew she felt she was probably getting the short end of the stick because we were being counseled by my family. <laughs> so if I'm going to bring somebody that's going to add value to this, trying to make this work, I don't bring in somebody who's on my side. I have to bring in a seasoned person so that I don't bring in some young new convert into this discussion that is now going to be um, privy to this information and this conflict because they might not be spiritually wise or grown enough in their spirit to handle what I'm about to present to them.
So I, I used to get offended why people don't call me and ask me for, you know, why, was it, why my phone wasn't ringing off the hook for counsel. And I then, then, I, then God let me understand the reason they're not calling you is because they know you're going to give them the truth and they really don't want to do the truth. But they will call somebody else. When we're, when we're accusing, brother, see, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. It's not that the devil's accusations are not true. Oh, this is going to be good. It's about as deep as this message is. Then we're going to shout, have church, go home, and eat leftovers. Listen. <laughs> it's not that the accusations aren't true. The devil knows God is omniscient. So the devil is not going to bring God information that's not true. Oh my God. It's not that it's not true. It's not truth. Follow me. Did I catch you? Come on, Bible study class. Come on now with the theology I'm about to get. You, you, you feeling me? See, I got to make sure I read my notes. I wrote it down. Nice. I, I, I want to preach it, but I got to read it just like I said. It. Here it goes. Listen. It's, it's not truth. Truth speaks to the end of a thing. True speaks to the presence of a thing. In other words, I feel my help. What may be true in the moment may not stand in truth at a later time. See, while we accuse based on situation, God bases judgment on generation and registration. I didn't say revelation, I said registration. Because if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, that means he already knew what you would do before you ever did it. Oh my God. So, well, what you're accusing me of may be true in the moment. It's not truth. The Bible says it this way. Ye who were at one time darkness, now ye are light. Y'all better help me. Help me preach this thing. See, it was true that I was smoking crack at that time. But that wasn't truth. The truth was I'm your pastor. Y'all better help me. What was true then is not truth now. That's why people in your life can't figure you out. Because they know what was true of you then, but they don't understand the truth of you now. Y'all better help me. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now you can't be saying all things become new and all things still look the same. Become is process. I'm not saying it's going to change like night and day, though God can't do that. I wish he would have did it with me, but I was a slow cooker. I'm still slow cooking. I'm a work in progress. But you don't see some of the same stuff you saw in me back then right now. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. So don't be trying to talk about I got Christ in my life and Christ ain't changing none of you. And the best testimony about your change is not your witness. It is a witness. 
need some. That's why the Bible says that if you desire the office of a bishop, you got to have a good report, not just in the church, but outside the church. It's got to be some. Oh, y'all ain't saying like, see, see, that's why I get ministered to when I go to the green because I used to sleep outside on the green or I was in some of them houses with some of those that on the green and when they see me they know boy you done came a long way you don't know how good that does my soul I don't need you to tell me I came a long way cause you don't know the way I came but I need somebody in my life who knew what I was then and know that God y'all better help me is there anybody in your life that knows you are changing and the best the best you know encouragement for change is complaint because you won't change about what you don't complain about if you like it you ain't changing it fellas if we really love the woman, when she starts complaining, we change. Because we know complaint is one step away from checking out. <laughs> and we don't want them to check out, we change. Sisters, you love them, but he wants you to change. Your girlfriends are witnesses because they say, girl, you changing. <laughs> and it ain't for the better. Y'all better help me. <laughs> hey, ain't that right? When you get, ain't that right, but brothers, don't leave me out here. See, I tell bro, if, if a sister get with me, she gonna look better when she can. <laughs> I, I gotta, I, she, gonna, she gonna represent. I can look like a bum as long as my, as long as she's straight. I'm, a, they already gonna know if I don't. Wear, <laughs> yeah, see, 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 brothers, brothers know what I'm talking about. See, brothers know what I'm talking. And sisters know. Sisters never check the dude out. They check out the girl he with. If she ragged, she don't want nothing to do with him. That's why women go after married men. That ain't in my notes. I'm just trying to help somebody. Back to our regularly scheduled program. So, what, what may be true is not truth. I don't know who that was for, but it was somebody. Take it and you do what God wants to So now we see, see, sin seeks to, sin seeks to kill us, destroy us. Satan seeks to accuse us. I thought I had my A's right. Let me go back to my preaching. Let me see what the point one was. Yeah, sin seeks to attack us. That's the A, first A. Second A is Satan seeks to accuse us. But here we go. Let's close this message out. God seeks to acquit us. See, and in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10, let me read it. This then is the message that we have heard of him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not do the truth. You see that? But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from some sin. 
No, all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and the word is not in us. Listen, real briefly, the key to our acquittal is admission, acknowledgement, and advancement. Woo! Look at our pad over there taking notes. You're going to preach my message, ain't you, on pad? I'll see you back there. <laughs> the keys to acquittal, admission. We have to admit we are sinners. He says, if I confess my sins, confession is me saying that what I'm doing is in violation of God's law. That's, that's what it is. I know I've fallen short. I'm a sinner. What you say is right is right. Just because my right is not, my, is not right. Just because my truth is not my truth. Your truth is truth. So if I'm going against your law, God, I'm in violation. I admit it. Don't you hate people just won't own up? Oh, you really want them to own up. You know they did it. You know you owe me some money. Just say you owe it. I can't even forgive the debt if you don't say you owe it. <sighs> Come on, we know, we know a lot about not admitting it. I'm going to tell you how good you are at not admitting it. When the bill collector call, you don't answer the phone. Because you feel, if I don't admit I owe it, they'll stop calling me. Acknowledgement. You got to acknowledge. You, you, you got to acknowledge not your sin. Acknowledge him. I got I to gotta acknowledge him as my savior. That God, you are the only one that can bring me out of this. Not a program, not money, not a car, not good looks, not family. None of, nothing, nothing has worked. God, only you can bring me out of this. And then I have to make advancement. He said, if we, are in the, if we walk in the darkness and not in the light, we lie. So I have to, once I admit it and I acknowledge him, then I have to make advancement. Advancement is the hard part because advancement means I got to leave where I was. That, that's, that's the hard part. You got to understand that you got to advance. You got to move beyond. You got to let some things go. You have to move away from some stuff. I know y'all asking me, what does this have to do with pardon my praise? <laughs> I'm going to get there in a minute. Because <laughs> I thought this was a praise message. You've been talking to me about my issues. Y'all better help me up in here. Right? So, but, but you can't praise with everything covered up. Until you deal with the issue. See, sin, is it has to be so removed that it can't be found, that it can be blotted out, and that there be no sin. 
That's what he was telling him and Jeremiah. He said, now we serve the omniscient God who knows everything. When God said, listen, that, that is powerful. That is something so powerful. You don't know how deep that is because we're learning in theology that God stands above the arch. He sees he's an eternal. He lives in eternal now. So he sees everything at all times, past, present, and future. And so that means if God is going to say he looked for it but couldn't find it, how far does it have to be for God not to bring it up again? Y'all better y'all not helping because God sees eternity. So if he's telling you it won't be found and it can't be there, I'm about to mess you up. That means it was never there. He never see. See, I know you think that you were cleansed by the blood of Jesus 2,000 years ago when he died on the cross. But eternally, he had died on the cross before he ever went to the cross. That's too deep for y'all. See, that God came out of time, stepped into time to do in time what he had already done outside of time. But in order for us to appropriate it in time, he had to step into time so that God better help me. So that the blood could wash away all us. That's, that's how powerful God was able to go back into hell and pull out those who died before us. And they never even said, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my personal savior. Somebody say in there for there's no condemnation. See, the reason why there's no condemnation, I'm going to close, is that we serve the God whose name is El Nas. That El Nas means that he is the forgiving God. It means that he is a God who ever lives to forgive. When God forgives us, he doesn't forgive us in time. He forgave us outside of time. His forgiveness is eternal. We have temporary, temporary forgiveness. I'll forgive you now, but if you do it again, we're in trouble. God forgave you once and for all. And all we got to do is line up with the process that says, God, when I do something wrong, forgive me. And the blood of Jesus cleanses me from my sin. I keep it moving. People in your life can't keep it moving. And as I come to my last point and what this message was all about in the first place is that's why I said, I said, God, what are you talking about? Pardon my praise. Well, here's the thing. You can go ahead and shout. You can jump around. You could fall out. You could do whatever you want to do and call that praise but real praise has to be released real praise has to be released see if Jesus didn't die for us our praise would be in vain in Acts Remember when Peter and Silas, Paul, Paul, Paul and Silas were locked up in prison? And the Bible says that they began to sing praises to God. And when they were singing praises to God in the prison, an earthquake occurred. And the prison doors opened. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you that God has pardoned my praise.
enemy wants you locked up in the prison of your past. In the prison of what was. And if there's anything to be thankful for in this Thanksgiving season, it ain't a turkey. It ain't food around the table. It ain't family members. It's the fact that we have all been pardoned. We have all been released and allowed to walk free from the penalty that we all deserve. And that's why I told you well, we want to judge Michael Flynn for being pardoned because he lied to the federal government. But how many of us church folk have lied to heaven's government? Y'all ain't going to say nothing. How many of us have been pardoned and allowed to walk free? That's why you can't let nobody judge your praise because they don't know what you were sentenced to before you decided to... No, 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 no. That, that God said you can go free and praise. Don't, don't judge my praise. You might have to tell, you ever had to tell somebody, pardon me. Well, pardon my praise. You can hate it all you want, but I'm going to bless God at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Do you know there are people who are mad at you? The only thing I'm thankful for in this season is that I got a right to praise him. I got a right to give God glory for the wonderful things that he has done for me. I don't know what he did for you, but you can sit there and act like he ain't do nothing for you. But you can go ahead and pardon my praise. Because I'm going to praise him if you don't want to praise him. I don't need a rock to praise him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise him because he let me go free and y'all mad because I went free. <laughs> you rather me be locked up in a prison for what I did, but the devil is a lie. Some of your family members are mad at you because you're free, because you decided you wasn't going to be what they want you to be. Pardon my praise. Y'all better help me. So, so, sometimes you got to understand that church folk will get on your last nerve because you're trying to be happy about what God has done in your life because you understand. I may not have a, a big mansion, but I thank God that what I got is, y'all better help me, is taken care of. I got peace in my palace, and that's enough to give God some praise. I, I'm going to bless God at all times. Pardon, excuse me, brother, pardon my praise. When, when you see God doing things for me, and don't get mad because God is doing things for me, just pardon my praise. When you see God healing my body, don't get mad because I want to wave my hands because I want to get up and dance. I'm going to dance while I got legs that have strength enough to dance. Pardon my praise. Don't, 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 say no. don't get mad at me when I'm on my job and I'm giving God glory because God has been good and then you want me to pray for you. I'm being blessing God that I still have a job. Pardon my praise. See, see, I know I'm, I'm not mad at your blessing. I'm just mad at you because you won't bless God with me like I'm blessing God with you. So, well, when 
I was praising in prison, I seen him open prison doors. I seen him open doors that no man can shut. I seen him deliver from drug addiction. I seen him deliver from, y'all better help me. I seen him deliver cancer. I seen him deliver HIV. I seen him deliver somebody losing their mind. I seen at least about four cases up in here where he has power over COVID, but I got it, but I didn't die from y'all better help me up in it. Pardon my praise. I can't sit here and act all pretty when God has been too good to me. Pardon my praise. I'ma be 51 years old this year. Y'all better help me. I thought I'd be dead on Kissing and Street at the age of 14. Pardon my praise. I thank God for the one, and I don't even look like what I've been through. Pardon my praise. I see some jokers that was out there on the streets, still on the corner of Whaley and Winthrop. When I was on the corner, they looked like devils. Walking, pardon my pr- pardon my praise. You better bless God. You got money in your bank account. What? Pardon my. Remember, I couldn't keep a dollar in my pocket. I ain't got a lot of money, but I got 30. I remember if I had $30, it'd go something like this. I'm going to get two for 18. I'm going to get a... (laughs) Get a 40 ounce. I'm going to give me a pack of cigarettes and a quarter water in a bag of chips. And I still have $3 in my pocket. Like I was balling. But now, pardon my praise. What? Oh, oh, we could go help people pay rent, pay light bills, pay their way, get them cars. What God is, you better help me up. Next level. Next level. Pardon me. You know what I love about a pardon too? Let me just close with this. You can't charge me again. You you can't bring it up. Uh, Anybody understand double jeopardy? That's why you gotta stay right with God. Cause the enemy be trying to trump up some charges. But I got a lawyer. Who never lost the case. Well, if it don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> oh, somebody tell me they say, sin don't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> I think I'll walk free. <laughs> Matter of fact, I need all my lawyer money back. Look at y'all. Give God some praise up in this house. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve. We need him to forget. Because we could be a mess. 
Don't bring it up. Don't look for no perfect church. Ain't no perfect church. Ain't no perfect people. The, you know when this church is perfect? It's perfect between the hours of Sunday at about 3 when everybody leave <laughs> until the next Sunday at 11 when somebody else step back up in. <laughs> That's it. So if you're looking for the perfect church, come here between them hours, peek through the window, and thank God you didn't step in because as soon as you stepped in, it would be unperfect again.